Welcome to the Surly Hordes podcast. This is season two, episode nine. We only got through nine episodes last season, but they were definitely half as long and nowhere near as fun. We've got such a great show for you today. It started off with some original content from one of the greatest content creators on Surly Horns. So thank you so much for the, the intro song, Celery Man. It was uh, awesome. RGB3, how you doing? Man, I'm doing great. That song that song slaps. I'm ready to hear what the other uh, content creators at Surly Horns have to put out for us. Uh, they have a high bar to live up to already. That was awesome. So I'm um, su- super excited uh, to see what people put, t- put out. I, it, I figured it was just going to be a bunch of farts into a microphone. So just getting an actual guitar uh, <laughs> sound on the on on the screen is pretty fucking awesome. So yeah, and if you don't play musical instruments, we need lyrics. We need Texas themed lyrics that would fit Surly Horns. Uh, your submissions, we can have them wrapped. We can have them, you know, sung by a country guy. We can have a little girl sing them. Whatever the yeah. lyrics can be funny and whatever. Get yeah, get a couple, get a couple beers in me, and I'm I'm known for my karaoke, so I am I'm down to you know these these golden pipes. They're ready to blast, baby. Just give you're me the down, right. You're lyric. down to cloud. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, people aren't ready for this voice to be hearing that every single week. I mean, that's a fucking gift. So I used to I used to be the the front man for like a death metal band. <laughs> I can see it. I can see yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't look like this whenever I that that was the thing. I saw you with cornrows in, in Mexico. I so. was a preppy. I know I was like a super preppy, just like Hollister ass wearing, popped collar, hot pink Hollister shirt wearing <laughs> dude. With like, you don't see that in death metal often, but <laughs> yeah, I, and then I'd get up there and just fucking, <laughs> and people were like, "What the fuck?" My Lacoste t-shirts cost forty five dollars. <laughs> Yeah, I can't see that, but um, you know, now that you're saying it, I gotta see it. So <laughs> I'm, totally, <laughs> I'm totally down to see that. But yeah, for real, certainly. I think there's there's YouTube videos. I'll make a thread about it. I'll make oh, a thread yeah. about it. I got it. I'm see a max that. metal band, and I I like fucking headbang. I headbang so hard while I'm just like screeching. <laughs> hey, if, if, if you do that i'll post on the same thread all my karaoke videos from me at cat's meow in new orleans and me singing you know kiss by prince and uh and uh usher nice and slow um it's all there all in its you know a, in his glory so <laughs> have you ever seen my personal twitter accounts uh like the the image there uh it, i don't think so is it, it you okay. a dkr so, no i i have like a some like salmon shirt on and i'm like kind of you know like obviously talking to somebody very aggressively and the person that i'm talking to aggressively is evander holyfield (laughs) it's right outside of the cat's meow in new orleans that that (laughs) right before the sugar bowl uh and uh i had i was so pissed off because I had just paid to cut the line and, you know, get all the shots and have your friends come with you and whatever. And they fucking, they chose the worst song because I always do metal karaoke, like especially in New Orleans. And I was fucking, I was up there and I don't know this, whatever song they chose. It was some Madonna song that I just like didn't know. And oh, so I, I like had to just like kind of scream the lyrics that I didn't know the tune of the song and it was terrible. And Evander Holyfield bailed. Oh he man, he probably he thought you were gonna bite his ear in the middle of my fucking performance, <laughs> and I was pissed. 
I was pissed about the whole thing. And I went and I confronted him and I was like, did you not like the show? (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good shit. That's my, that's my Twitter profile picture. That's my cat's meow story. Yeah. yeah, Cat cat's meow story for me is I thought I, I knew all the words to shoop by salt and pepper. Um, turns out I know <laughs> I know the chorus by, of Shoop by Salt and Pepper. So, um, but you know, once you get them hips working, it's that's all you need. You know, just get the crowd going. Everything gyrate, else fall into place. Gyrate. Yeah, absolutely. Just gyrate. <laughs> that's too funny. Oh man! So, talk to me about your investments. Some stonks. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some stonks. So I got a lot to say. And we are recording this at Tuesday at 9.30. I don't know what it's going to look like tomorrow when I wake up. Um, what does it look like right now? I have not been keeping up at all. I'm oh, completely yeah. in the dark. So it is insane. Um, so today started off about, I think it was like, I, when I went to sleep, it was like 2.60 uh, yesterday on Monday. Uh, woke up, we're getting close to 300 already. So 300 a share. So I think it's like 2.86. Uh, by 1130, it's at 33340. Uh, the right, this isn't the first time. This is, this is oh, yeah, day. this is this is number two, baby. This is this is the second squeeze that I think is about to shoot to the goddamn moon. It uh, they they halted it like six they halted times. trading, they halted trading. So Did they, they start halt- sloughing people's shit off again. Did Robin Hood start selling people's shit? It wasn't even Robin Hood this time. This was the entire fucking system trying to bring us down, baby. And I say uh, I say us, but I mean me because I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not uh, condoning anything. I think this is what I need to say to not get IRS on my ass. But yeah, so um, GME hit um, 344.35 at 11.10 a.m. They halted it right after that. At 11.40 a.m., it got down to 198. So it dropped 150 bucks in like 20 minutes. I've never in my life seen anything like that. Strong buy signals there. Strong buy signals. This is a GME strong buy. I am a financial advisor. You should take my advice. (laughs) GME, that's a fucking stock that you buy. That stonk just goes up. Hey, guess what? I bought 10 more shares at 200. I got a fucking discount. Thanks, hedge funds, you assholes. Because uh, guess what? It popped right back up by before noon. Within the hour, it was back up to 270. So we're sitting at like 264 right now. But these guys, they don't understand. So what happened was in my you know, stupid brain, what happened was this is the last shot that the hedge funds are taking. They shorted like gambling addicted brain. It is oh yeah, just just my degenerate, just 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 terrible idea ridden brain. They shorted it one more time, and this was their hey, get all these paper hands to fold. And it turns out, guess what? Diamond hands, baby. We're in. Nobody sold. (laughs) We're in. The shit's going to the moon. This was all, especially the the big hedge funds on. GME side instead of the you know the the stupid ass you know short side um, I think this was their last chance to get that shit going to the moon for them too so I expect to wake up tomorrow being a millionaire 
Um, and guess what? I'm just going to do the Surly Horns podcast full time at that point. Like, why not? You know, I'll just be worth twenty five fucking billion dollars and let's just fucking go to the moon together, guys. Um, I'm not advising to buy the stock, but I, I like advise you to buy the stock. I like the stock. Surly Horns, Surly Horns fully supports and advises our users <laughs> and listeners of this podcast to buy this stock. Didn't come from me, but <laughs> by the time this comes out on Friday, I'm going to look like a fucking genius or I'm going to look like the biggest asshole on the internet. I don't have a stop loss on it. I don't have anything. We're just riding this shit. Going in raw. I will we'll see do it you, live. I will see you bitches on Mars. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck the moon. I'm past the moon. We're going to Mars, bitch. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors we have a very special sponsor for today's podcast uh black lab has been gracious to sponsor the podcast with his uh 1997 forerunner wrecked parts or whole thing Um, (laughs) there are some good looking parts there i mean there is there is a there's there's some brand new leather seats that was a drive shaft look i mean they look brand fucking new dude (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> except for except for like you know the food and the napkins stuffed everywhere that fucking looks brand new that that car looks like a billion high school kids have finger banged in the back seat <laughs> it's, it looks <laughs> generations generations of finger banging have occurred in this car <laughs> that's partially why the seats had to be replaced hey yeah absolutely that that, that makes a lot of sense and um you know once you get the leather repurposed and i think i think it's just going to be fixed uh, yeah i think that sucker's got a good i don't know 20 i don't know 30... why he's selling it though i don't know yeah. why he's selling it this can clearly just buff out yeah i mean yeah yeah i think he's got another good 20 30 30 minutes left of driving in it so <laughs> <laughs> oh man i don't know i don't know we'll have to we'll we'll have to find out what happens here but not speaking deal. of 30 uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah, not speaking of 30 minutes. <laughs> all proceeds will, of course, fund absolutely nothing related to Surly Horns, but uh, Bob does Beer. want to sell it, and um, he he deserves the ad time there. Uh, so speaking of 30 minutes, um, I'm excited to hear what Uncle Boobs on the Sugar Baby thread has to, has to, to tell us. 30 minutes, bro. What have you been? He's at 30 hours going for two hours. He's at least a two. He's a two-hour Velociraptor man. He has the mandible of uh, a competitive eater. His um his, his <laughs> jaw has. He to, is he he RGB three. He he is competitively eating. Oh, absolutely. At this point, it's not a competition. He won. <laughs> he's not competing against anybody else. So, for those who don't know what we're talking about. Go, go catch up on all 47 or 8 or however big that thread is now. Pages of the Sugar Baby thread. It's the best thread on Surly right now. <laughs> by far. Uh, and Uncle Boobs is... Uh, he's the Cunnilingus Messiah. He's really into Cunnilingus. <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's insane. I don't, I don't know... I, I I don't know how his jaw doesn't clench up like a dehydrated seven year old playing soccer. It's it's, it's insane, oh, dude. Uh, but there, it, it's just it's great. F two fifties getting in, 
MIA is getting in. Everybody's just, it's all. Finally, uh, congrats, congrats F-250 for finally having sex for, I mean, I know he has kids, but I'm guessing it's the first time. So congrats. It's nice. It's good, good times. We, we get to vicariously live through the wonderful community that is Surly Horns. And speaking of things that we share together. Yeah, wonderful I, families. <laughs> I, yeah, speaking of wonderful families. Uh, the aristocrats, right? Um, <laughs> Jesus. What is going on in Los Angeles with Oprah interviewing Megan and Harry? I didn't think we were going to be talking about this because this is outside of my the realm of my being. I don't talk about royal shit. I could care less what they do in jolly old England. It doesn't matter to me. Um, my wife made me watch it. So uh, we're sitting up. I, you know, I'm ready to throw throw something fucking decent on. And she said, okay, we're going to put this on. And it's, I click on it and said, okay, I'll, I'll give it a shot. It's two hours. So that's two hours. I'll never get back. But basically, um, who knew white rich folk are racist? So <laughs> I guess, I guess that's, that, that's the leading headline. Um, I don't think, <laughs> I don't know. Are, I don't but- know. I think, uh, there's been so much that happened. Did you know that it was in the UK when it aired? At the time that it was being watched, 55% of everyone that was watching TV was watching it. Holy shit. Wouldn't it? It had to have been like, what, 5 a.m. there? No, 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 no. They 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 replayed it just for England. Oh, my God. Just for yeah. England. Yeah. yeah. On, on like, on like a, a, you know, like a good slot. And people were just like fucking. And then, you know, all of this is just who cares? Just all these people suck. Fuck them all. And they suck. That, that's kind of the moral of the story. They're all rich as fuck. They're all never going to have any normal problems. And they should just shut the fuck up. Exactly. You know, that that was my biggest problem with this entire thing. The entire time I was watching this fucking two hours, it was, oh, woe is me. My life's so hard. I'm a Brit. You know, I'm an American girl that just wants to go have coffee with my friends. Oh, no, I married into Buckingham fucking palace. Get over it. Are you kidding me? Well, I don't know. She was dealing. I'm not I'm not saying that she wasn't dealing with her own shit. That Oh, sure. Because I'm sure she was. But like, uh, it seems like your shit's resolved now and none of us need an update. Thank you. Right. I'm really I'm really glad that you got out of that really shitty situation. And that sounds awful. And I don't wish that on anybody. But like, we don't give a fuck. We don't care. Stop talking. Kids in Flint still probably don't have fucking regular drinking water. Like, do I really care that? Oh, no, I like I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent for mental health. And obviously she was going through some shit, which is tough. I mean, leaving your family, leaving your friends, you know, being cut off from the world. I totally get it. But at the same time, too, it is, you know, it's it's some rich people you know, rich people problems that you kind of run into. And it's just like, dude, she, she went crazy cause she couldn't work, but yeah. her work is, is being on Instagram and uh, an actress on a TV show. Dude, she is smoking hot. Hey, you know what? If, if she didn't marry into royalty, we could have found her in the sugar baby thread. So uh, <laughs> uncle Boobs would have put that work in. So he would have, he would have reached her Buckingham palace. That's for damn sure. Jeez. That's that's incredible. Speaking of creepy old men and young women that are attractive. Yeah. Les Miles. Ooh, the Mad Hatter. He, he liked to kiss a co-ed every now and then, huh? I guess he was just chasing too much of that college pussy. 
<laughs> just tasted too. He wasn't sugar daddying. He was just fucking broads that went to school there. <laughs> A lot. And I mean, we all, I mean, everybody in the world knows LSU is just an absolute septic tank. I mean, the guy, that's the team that accepted Marcel Brooks for, I guess, at least a semester before he went to Texas Christian University. But, uh, I mean, everybody knew LSU had some of these, you know, underhanded, dirty aspects of the program, let alone the school. I mean, Darius Geis. I mean, you could, I mean, you could just, just name a player at some point and you could point to something. Um, this was gross. And the fact that Kansas hired him. <laughs> it's and, just insane. And it's actually funny, insane. Like, so everybody like Kansas has this plausible deniability of like, hey, we didn't know this. This report didn't come out. Come on. Come on. If if Surly can find this out, which I if we really dug, we could find this out. There are enough people that are connected enough within the outskirts of a program to know when something, you know, some kind of fuckery is going on and fuckery was afoot at LSU this entire time. I don't know. I think it was just, I think it was just incompetence. I don't think this guy actually knew because he was like buds with, with Les miles from Michigan and shit. And they were just friends. And I think he was just like, Hey, Les, you want to come coach at Kansas? We got a fuckload of money. And we're like, turn you even though you're cheap, even though you're pretty cheap for like what you normally make, like you want to come coach football and he's probably like, yeah, man, I'll come coach football. And they probably didn't talk about him chasing co-eds. Just, I don't think that's how that deal went down. Actually, he probably crazy. said, Hey, we got a bunch of other co-eds. Do you want to <laughs> come coach at uh awful? It's terrible. And Hey, now the athletic director, congratulations. You're buddies with your, you know, with your friend, Les miles. And he got your ass fired too. Cause you are also incompetent because also, at the same time, I mean, how many coaches does that guy get to go through before he gets fired? And finally, today, he was fired. But it's like, man, who knew Mangino was going to be the best coach at Kansas 20 years? Dude, I think Kansas needs to be innovative. I think they need to just hire a Madden champion to be a head coach. Why not? Like what? a dynasty. So so the first year after, they'll, they'll hire an interim just hire a shit, whatever, just a fucking another guy that will go and field a team that loses every single game, like Les Miles did for $2 million. <laughs> and then, at the end of the season, because the, the new football game will have been out, the person who wins Dynasty mode, or like wins with Kansas the most, genius gets to coach the fucking team. Genius. You know what? Guys, I'll take the job. I'll do it. I will... I will continue the podcast. I'll continue posting on Surly Horns. I will change nothing about my regular life. And I guarantee I could have a similar win-loss record as Les Miles. Nah, dude. I bet you could do better. I bet I could do better, too. You could win one game. I, at least. just get, Somebody will just be like, hey, look. So you, imagine if you tried. Imagine if you tried. No, this is serious. This is serious. Oh, yeah. Imagine if you tried your hardest. If somebody, if you literally woke up tomorrow and you were the head coach of Kansas and and they were like, all you have to do is win one game and like you'll be richer than fucking you're, you could ever imagine. And then you go and you do everything in your fucking power to win one game. And oh, that's 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 how 
I think Steve Sarkeesian approaches every single game now. It's like I am I'm playing every single game for fucking keeps. You know what I'd do is I would just steal somebody else's playbook and steal somebody else's shit, and then I would just try to beat somebody that wasn't. Oh, dude, you could hi- you'd, you'd have uh, you'd have pretty decent funding to go hire like a an assistant coaching staff. Oh yeah, that, and then just and then it's just admin work. I'm a sales manager for a reason. I mean, my sales guys they get shit done, you know. And would I you, would you direct. be able to recruit? Would you be yeah. able to recruit for Kansas? Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean. Your talent evaluation has been top notch. Top notch. It had to have been. And what I would do is I would just take, I mean, all I got to do is win one game and be rich as hell. Um, I would take the Marcel Brooks and, you know, the guys that can't qualify to any other program and just be dirty as hell for one game until I win one game. And then I'm just, I'm rich and I'm living on easy street. Like when my GME goes to the moon. So either way, if I'm either the Kansas coach or GME hits, I'm a billionaire. Let's go. <laughs> I'll cast no breaks. But the important question is who's going to replace Les Miles now? Who cares? There's it a name. Matter. They There's don't a name. they don't win games. I I want I'm going to throw a name out into the ether and I want to hear a reaction. Tom Herman? Tom Herman. Oh, that would be so good. That would be perfect. It would be beautiful. It'd be perfect. It'd be beautiful. It I mean it's it's I mean It'd be beautiful. I don't know I don't know what part cuz his narrative of winning is hard. Winning is hard at kids. It's going to be very hard. <laughs> Winning is very hard at kids. You know what's funny, though? Like, I will never understand how you can be just so good at one aspect, basketball, and just the worst team in football at another, or, you know, or worst team in another sport in football. It's crazy. Like, it'd be one thing if you're Baylor, you know, you're like, okay, you're great at basketball right now, and you're subpar at football, but you're not the worst. It's crazy. I guess it just shows where your funding's going. But at the same point, too, it's like Kansas State feels a competitive program in both areas pretty much every single year, or at least, you know, tolerable programs. Whatever. Fuck them. It's an easy win. Can't wait to see who we whoop up against. My guess is it's going to be uh, Willie Fritz from Tulane is going to be my I, guess. I don't even know, dude. I feel like they should just cancel the football program. I'd be fine with that, too. I'll take the bye week win. I mean, it might as yeah. well be, you know. Why did they why do they need? Oh, I guess they have. They have to like. They're probably contractually obligated. Yeah, got to be some kind of TV shit. Yeah, that's a bummer. They should just. They should just stop. Not. Just go out there and like everybody just eats orange slices and drinks Capri Suns at in midfield every so game. I'm pretty then. sure. I'm pretty sure my sister, who's the the the, the little quarterback Todd Reesing. I'm pretty sure my sister gave Todd Reesing a hand job one time. <laughs> You can't just drop that live on the podcast without putting it in the notes before. (laughs) Now I'm just imagining his little howdy doody wiener getting. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. Um, So, in other extremely important news that is happening in the Longhorn sphere, is uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the eyes of Texas. There never has been. It's kind of unfortunate how it started. It's staying the school song. You don't have to sing it if you don't want. You can also sing it more than just the one time per game. You can sing it all the time. You can sing it some of the time. You can sing it whenever they sing it at the end of games. You could not sing it any of those times and just sing it to yourself or not at all. And that's all okay. What's not okay 
is racist fucking donors and people that want to keep fucking talking shit about players that don't want to sing it. Leave them the fuck alone and move on. And then fourth, this was added on later. The don't move your fucking hand at the end of Eyes of Texas. Just leave it the fucking leave it fucking still. <laughs> Just, so don't fucking move your hand. The the donor. That's it. Thing. That's yeah. the only thing that if, if if you take anything away from this, don't move your fucking hand. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not that hard. The donor thing is what kills me. It's like it just fed so much fuel into the narrative. And, you know, we. I mean, I was real worried about it. I was, because you didn't know it was in this report. Nobody knew. Oh, yeah. No idea. It. And, and I'll give them kudos. I mean, they had, I mean, it's a 48 page report. And I'll, I hear a lot of people, you know, I text my buddies and they're like, oh, well, oh, congratulations. It's, you know, hook'em.com that's, you know, saying that it's not that bad. Where it's like, no, like these are the people that put in the initial request for it to be investigated and, you know, looked into. And like these people are saying that this is okay. I thought it was not. Turns out that it might be okay. You know, it might have had some bad origins. Like, I bet you Hitler sang fucking happy birthday. Are we going to say that happy birthday is racist now? You know, it's, 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 it's such a, it's such a crazy it's topic. Over. It's just done. It's just it, done. It's it needs to be. And there's the fact that we're still talking about it is March. I mean, when the shit get brought up, like, September of last year. Oh, dude, fucking for yeah, it was ridiculous. It's, so it's just stupid. It's it's whatever. It's it's yeah. past. But you know, ESPN, the the you know Texas Tribune, whatever they come out with their hit piece always, and they're expecting this this Tuesday bomb to just be like fucking Texas is ruined, and then it was a big nothing burger, and now everybody's like, yep, our bad, big nothing burger. Uh, school should you know make sure that everything's cool, and then that's it. Everybody, don't move your fucking hands at the end. Yep. Move it and, on. And that's it. And that's it. You know, I will never be able to put myself in the place of, you know, so, somebody of color. You know, I can't. I'm sure everybody that's listening to my voice can tell that I'm the whitest fucking human being on earth. But that's, if that's you racist. I'm the whitest human being on earth. So, <laughs> so I will never be able to put myself in the place of somebody of color that doesn't feel comfortable singing it. And by all means, you know, I applaud you for, you know, taking a stance and I applaud the university for looking into the issue. You know, if somebody has issue and somebody feels uncomfortable, by all means, look into it. Make sure people are feeling comfortable. You know, it should be a a song of pride. It shouldn't be anything that somebody needs to diminish or anything that somebody needs to um, have a negative connotation with. But if you do and you don't feel comfortable, you know, there's no requirement and there should never be a requirement. You know, it's it it really is just it it feels it's always felt to me like it's just been so overblown. And even when the initial like, you know, hey, we want this changed, it felt just like even, you know, former athletes, you know, I, I know I will say uh, if they change the tune from the just the tune, I, yeah. it just because it sucks. Just because it sucks. Not because True. we have to. Just because it sucks. Just put it on Bulls on Parade and just... <laughs> yeah. The heart yeah. of Texas are <laughs> I'm dead. That's yeah. actually bad. That's actually badass. But, yeah. you know... There's, I, there's tons of really great, great ways to do the eyes that are not, uh, yeah. you know, a different tune. So, yeah. I, I want to say that even if you don't sing or you do sing, whatever it is that you want to do, just represent the state of Texas correctly. 
Yeah. <laughs> don't be an asshole. Whatever it is that you choose to do, just don't be an asshole at yeah. a human level. Be an asshole like we're assholes. Yeah, yeah, we're just assholes. Be, be, a, be a nice person. Yeah, it's it's not that hard, guys. And you know, and and I feel like there's so many things um, in the past that just had so much negative connotations that it is, you know, at some point we do have to look past our past um, without just completely disregarding it. And, you know, the eyes of Texas in 2021 should mean something different than in 1901. Like it's it's people grow, people change and not everything has to be, you know, like I said, it's if Hitler's saying happy birthday, is it fucking racist? It's, you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to get into cloakroom shit, but, you know, if anybody else would like to have a meaningful discussion about it and educate me more, I'm I'm all about it. You know, I'm only getting this you know, from what I see other people report. So, you know, if you want to tell me I'm a fucking asshole, I'm a fucking asshole. But um, either way, uh, I, right, I'm, so I'm we're gonna operation carpet bomb RGB three off the board. Hell yeah. Engage. Engage. Yes. Yeah. See y'all, see y'all in purgatory. So yeah. but no, for real. I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, I, I really do oh, um, just can't wait to move past this shit. I, so we're moving past it right now because you yes. just gave me an excellent idea. Love it. What if one very unlucky poster every week that is part of the 1% of rep <laughs> just got murdered? Just no, no. Murdered. Goes to purgatory for a week and they have to survive or they're banned. <laughs> <laughs> I, we need to do it. We Poor gotta Satya, do it. man. Satya would be toast. I mean, he would just start posting some negative thoughts. Oh, and- <laughs> dude, we've got, there's many. There's like, you know, there's quite a few people in the 1% of rep. Future man, um, see you, buddy. I mean, he won't last long. We're going to put him in, we're going to put one a week in purgatory. <laughs> That's hilarious. We're going to start doing it. And you have to survive purgatory. You don't have to. It doesn't matter what your rep is. We'll just reset it to like exactly what it was before this whole mess. No, but you have to survive purgatory. (laughs) No pressure. I would, I would feel miserably. You can't see. So when you're in purgatory, you can't see any other part of the board. You just, when you come to Surly Horns, the only thing you see is purgatory. Oh my God. And you can't do anything else. Sounds like. And so, and you can't see rep. So you don't know if people are positive neg repping you. You can't see rep and you can't give rep. You just are in purgatory. You have no idea. You're completely. It's a. It's. I, hopefully, you never go there. But it is a delightful experience that I designed. Yeah, I. I don't plan on going there, but I'll. I guess I'll probably see y'all there in a couple of weeks. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of things that are not in purgatory, it does seem like Texas baseball uh, have found their bats. We look okay. Yeah, we beat the shit out of Sam Houston yesterday and Ty Madden. Future top 10 draft pick, 13, 14 Ks, I think, against U of H. Yeah, looking all right. Maybe we won't fire David Pierce today, like I probably wanted us to have already fired him by now. Yeah, and that's all there really is to say about baseball right now. Yep, that's it. It's still very early. Um, Not a whole lot lot else to talk about Yeah, bats look like they're coming around. Uh, I know uh, um, we've got a couple big games coming up, so... Yeah, hopefully uh, Texas baseball gives us something to talk about and, you know, is a is a focal point for us to watch. Let's talk about basketball. All right. How pumped yeah. are you for how pumped are you for the tournament? 
Which one? <laughs> See, that's how not pumped you are about. So if Texas still had only lost like two games, you'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm excited oh, yeah. about the tournament. One seed. And it's like, oh, nobody would ask which tournament. Now yep. you're asking which tournament, like anyone gives a single fuck about the Big 12 tournament. I mean, we I mean, the players do, obviously, because they want to win a championship because they have no shot at winning the big dance. I mean, this is the only championship that team's going to win. I hope that's not true, but like from what we've seen, Shaka may not make it out of the first round. When we started the when we started the podcast before Durka came on, so we're still blaming Durka. Before Durka came on, we I was talking one seed. I was thinking we're going to be guaranteed top sixteen, you know, Sweet Sixteen team. And now I think we're the we're three seed in the Big Twelve tournament. I, I think we play Tech, and I don't know. At best, like, what are we, a four seed, three seed, maybe, if we win the whole tournament, which is not going to fucking happen. We're not going to win the Big 12 tournament. Just heads up. I mean. What if what if Texas beats Kansas three times in one season? That would be pretty baller. That would make, I'm still firing Shaka if he doesn't make it out of the first round, but um, it makes, you know, it makes an interesting Their AD just got fired. They're all probably fucked up. They're like, Coach, were you fucking girls too? <laughs> Just, <laughs> they're trying to see if he's ki- if Bill Self's kissing co-eds. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, either way, I see us. It's we're going to be you know a four versus a thirteen seed in the in the tournament, and we'll just see what happens. We probably beat the thirteen seed by like four points, and then we get our fucking wheels blown off by the five seed in the next round. And see you, see you, Shaka. See ya. You know, one thing that I forgot to bring up earlier just totally slipped my mind because it it could have been woven into the eyes of Texas or the royal family talk. But why can't Emmanuel Acho just kind of like fuck off? Just go away. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, like I said, my wife talks me into watching a lot of shitty TV. One of those is The Bachelor. So, yeah, he's I guess he's the new host of The Bachelor. Um, okay so how important this is the thing i've never watched it how important is that position for that show it's pretty big so so is it because i had no idea who the last guy was it's huge yeah so chris harrison is has been the host for i don't know i don't know who that is yeah my wife started watching it like three years ago i guess and she got me into it because why not and um so Chris Harrison's been the host for like the entire thing, like literally since like the first season, I think um, somebody out there is probably yelling at me because he probably hasn't been. But either way, so he's like he's like the Ryan Seacrest of American Idol in in host land. Basically, Dude, I saw like, Carson Daly was still on. TV. Exactly. He's like, like, what the fuck? You're old, bro. <laughs> so basically, it's just like that. And so I guess Emmanuel Acho is going to be the guy. And I know he's been putting himself out there, and I guess he's a better host than he was a linebacker. So good for him, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it'll be, it's it's just it's just kind of weird. He's he, you know he's always been a well you know put together articulate dude. So um, you know maybe this maybe this gives Texas a little bit of credibility too. You know if people are you know hopefully he's representing Texas and putting it out there. And if you know some of these 17, 18 year old recruits are watching, you know the Bachelor. They might be like, oh, man, that guy went to Texas. I want to go to Texas I've and never thought about out it roses. <laughs> I've literally never thought about it that way. 
Uh, I just came up with it this this exact minute. So, so I'm hoping- that, that, but dude, this this getting paid for your likeness thing. What if you know yep. Casey Thompson could host uh, a TV show? Oh yeah, I could see Hudson Card on The Bachelor for sure. Yeah, <laughs> and they could get they, that. That's an okay thing though. with his small hands. They're really they're really doing a good job on the social medias with that stuff. Yeah, they are. They are. So other happenings on the social medias. Um, I started a thread on this because I think it, it would be interesting for people to watch these videos. One of these gonzo journalists, he, he he's this kid from Louisiana or something, and he studied journalism or something in college and then just started interviewing people on the streets in New Orleans. And he had like this French Quarter Confessions show. <laughs> And then he just hitchhiked all across the United States and just like with a recorder and just interviewed people on like long ass cross country drives. And it was just like this crazy compilation of stories that he got. And then he like, I guess, worked a deal with some person that was like, yeah, I'll buy you a shitty RV to drive around the country and just like do this shit. And so he went to... Uh, Talladega, he went to like Daytona, he was all at like the um the he went to the COVID uh infested bike rally and um, oh god Sturgis he went to Sturgis and like interviewed he was just gonzo journalist interviewing people he's got a bunch of Florida man videos they're incredible um this guy you know is an incredible journalist incredible journalist and he, I guess he got fucked on this contract that he didn't read because he was a stupid fucking 20-year-old kid. And he was like, fuck this. And his Patreon had, you know, thousands, thousands, tens of thousands probably of subscribers. His Instagram has, you know, a crazy amount of followers. And he tweeted on his Instagram, or but you can't tweet on Instagram. He instant he insta tweeted. <laughs> he he, he insta tweeted uh, you know, that this story that he was done and he's done with the brand and nobody that like was originally with it. And so uh, we need to get him on the podcast because his podcast name was all gas, no breaks, all gas, no breaks. Let's go. Got to come on. Yeah. And, and anybody else listening to um, if, if you can think of somebody that would be great on this podcast, we are all about it. We will interview anybody. That is true. Um, we will interview children. If you sign a release form, uh, we are going to swear at your child. Yes. <laughs> the language doesn't change, nor does the content. Nor does the content. We're just going <laughs> to ask a child, uh, extremely adult. We've said cunnilingus like seven times already. So <laughs> we're going to ask him about sugar babies. Yeah. Okay. The reason why we're talking about so much irrelevant shit is because it seems like recruiting. We ain't got is shit. Finally, is finally just quiet. But yeah. I say finally because we're used to off seasons being so much longer, and it has just been—it's so short that spring practice starts what on Monday week? or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we got a week, but yeah, I mean, there's no transfers, there's no recruiting. It's—I mean, this is the breaks portion, I guess, of all grass no breaks, um, which is fine. You know, it's—it's it's, we'll see. No, nobody else is making things happen. We're not making things happen. I think it's just kind of the lull before the storm. So uh, once we really get, you know, get to see things rocking in spring practice, uh, which, you know, we'll have a pretty full comprehensive breakdown of that. Uh, Other than that, 
there's not a fucking thing going on. Chris Ross, the North Shore defensive tackle, I think is going to be committing on the 23rd. So that's still two weeks away. Other than that, we don't have shit. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, the ESPN just signed a deal with the NHL. 100 games a year. 100 games a year. I like the NHL, so I'm a Golden Knights fan. So since their inception. Yeah, so since their inception, I've been a Golden Knights fan. And are you going to... like you got this recruitment hanging out over here. I do. And we'll get to that too. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to be ready about you. Uh, I'm a crystal ball pick in from I'm a Mac. Yep. RGB three going to Vegas that uh, you heard it here first. Uh, thank you. Pay me become a passionate newsletter subscriber. Nine ninety five. <laughs> so let's see if you're uh yeah. See if you're Jeff Ketchum or Steve Wilfong right here, you know, um, but yeah, no, super excited about the that ESPN deal. I like hockey. Hockey's fun, man. Uh, if if Houston ever gets a team, I'll I'll be rooting for them. But until then, uh, Golden Knights give me a good excuse to try to get out to to Vegas. Uh, which if you want to get into the into into RGB three's cr- recruitment, we can get into it. Uh, well, before we do that, let's talk about this uh, fan something fan controlled football fan fan oh, fandom God. football. It's a it's a crowdfunded Ponzi scheme that Johnny Manziel is the front man for, where they it's it's kind of like um you know because they let you do real gambling on the USFL whatever that was the the the, the league that Garrett Gilbert like came back into the league in that was actually pretty fun to watch and and really cool. And the technology that they built actually, like, you know, kind of they sold it for that technology. So this company is trying to change and make the football experience innovative. And so it's seven on seven, 50 yard field. And every team has one franchise player. The defense roam together. So the defense is one unit. And then you draft your skill players for that team every week. And the majority of owners drafting the player is the player they choose. And so it's just this fucking insane roster changing, whatever. And there's only four run plays and four pass plays. Oh my God. (laughs) What? And there's no, and there's no extra points, punts or kickoffs. And for the extra point, it's the quarterback taking a ball off of like a stool and a receiver and a defensive back fighting it out. And if they catch it, it's one point. If they drop it, it's no points. And the games are two 20 minute halves. Who watches that? Apparently a bunch of people on Twitch, and you're supposed to be able to, like, you call the plays. I can only assume that Johnny Manziel is eating cocaine. It's like Johnny Manziel Madden shit, except you can't control them after they, they, you know, you're just going to, you choose the play, but that's it. Well, that sounds awful. That sounds like something I'm not going to be watching at all. <laughs> it's, hey, you know, kudos to the guy. He's still getting paid a bag or a bag of cocaine so at least an eight ball um <laughs> i guess he's still playing football so that's a thing i mean that's better than vince young who's drinking a lot so <laughs> i don't know what he's doing now man he's a special advisor to yeah the- he's probably getting 100k from texas hey recruits oh, i know you're listening to the podcast if you win a national championship for Texas, guess what? You're just going to get paid $100,000 a year, even if you're the worst player that ever played football ever. So come to Texas, win a bunch of games here, and then don't worry about losing anywhere else. Heard it here first. Okay, 
let's get into your commitment. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot so of pressure. For, uh, let me let me remind people where we are here. So I've already kind of let let everybody know what my crystal ball pick is, and it's the Raiders. You know, there's there's already a Vegas connection because he's got he's a Golden Knights fan. Um, he always loves an excuse to take a trip. Uh, they've got really fucking cool jerseys over there, black and silver, and uh, and and you know this one's like the the real home run, right? Carr definitely paid played at his high school, so like it's pretty much a done deal there for me. That's you know I crystal ball picked it, but we're gonna talk about the other two Saints, fucking Nola, awesome fucking place to visit. It yep. is a place that you make an excuse to go to. And any excuse, like a Saints game, is a great excuse. Hey, and you know what? I was in San Antonio last week. Um, we went to Pat O'Brien's in San Antonio, which sucks. But those hurricanes, who? Any excuse I have, you know, any excuse besides, you know, there is one thing that stops the Saints, and it's going to be I need Tums or some kind of antacid because I'll drink three, four, five hurricanes. And uh, yeah, the heartburn is real. I've had two hand grenades once, and that was not that was not all you fun. Need. That was not a fun time. Uh, and then third, we have Los Vaqueros, <laughs> the Cowboys, uh, which you, know, you had thoughts on. Yeah, your your uh, your late father was a fan. Uh, you, you cheered for them once before before the Houston Texans were a thing, and uh, your wife's a fan, and it's it's a pretty short drive. There from the the on TV. Houston metro area, but you also uh, said in, in a thread that um, I would be absolutely stupid if I picked the Cowboys because Dak's terrible. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, you would also uh, you would that would be like choosing Oklahoma over Texas. Oh wow, that's, that was strong in a recruiting in, in a recruiting thing. <laughs> that that's, was that's strong. About how, that's, yeah, that's about how <sighs> fucking stupid it would be. Oh man! Well, you ready for it? Are you? Are like, weren't you gonna? Is that a? Is that a, a microwave behind you? Or are you gonna? Oh yeah! Is that a sewing machine? Oh yeah! Um, are you gonna? Are you gonna rip a jersey in half? Yeah, or what? Just, just tear one open. Um. Well, guess what, guys? I'm stupid. I'm going to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh no! What a fucking idiot! Oh no! I need a new podcast person. It, been muted. <laughs> what an idiot. So, all right. So I got to, I'm just going to jump out and defend myself because it's, it's one thing when you commit and you just immediately have to defend yourself. It means you made just the worst decision of all time. It's just going to be type four fun. Oh yeah. It wasn't fun on the way in. It, it's not fun while it happens. And, and when you reflect on it, it still will not be fun. Part of my reason for committing is I left a bad situation. It would feel wrong to go to a good situation, which I feel like. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not allowed to feel happiness. I've decided in my <clears throat> fandom. Is I that? Mean, I think that's um, that's like a whip dog syndrome. Oh yeah, it has to be. It's 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 bad. I mean, Ivan, the Astros are probably the number one love in my life besides my family and the Texas Longhorns. And guess what? Even their championship has been tried to been ripped away from me because of the cheating scandal. So, you know, why not just go a little deeper and just, you know, just to subject myself to just more pure hatred and pain? Because um, that's what I'm used to. 
so I decided to go from the worst owner, worst owner in sports um, in Cal, Cal McNair, um, who has been somehow besieged by this weird charlatan pastor to um, <laughs> just a, to a snake Jones. tongues. <laughs> <laughs> to Jerry Jones, you sounded like <laughs> Uncle Boobs right then. <laughs> <laughs> to Jerry Jones, so that's part of it. Is I didn't want this commitment to be me jumping on somebody that could win. I wanted it to be long term. It it took me a long time to decommit from the Houston Texans, even though I should have done it in like 2004, like two years after I realized I don't know what the fuck they're doing. So took took a while. Can't deny, you know, my late father was a Cowboys fan. He was always a, a Cowboys fan. He, you know, he he rooted for the Texans basically because of me. Um, but you know, that's that that's always going to be a strong pull when you have a family connection. Um, my wife as well. She wants our our daughters to be able to wear Cowboys gear. I get it. Um, at the same point, I don't have to buy NFL Sunday ticket, which is nice. The star, it's like, it, you know, it's an iconic logo. I'll just block out the Dallas part of the name and I just call them the Cowboys. Um, either way, I know I'm making a bad decision, but guess what, guys? I've made bad decisions my entire life. And this like is it? why, this is why they're America's team and this is why they can afford to pay Dak Prescott. Exactly. Which... Idiots like RGB3 willingly, you're going to buy a fucking Dak jersey, aren't you? Absolutely. You, you, you fucking I, I'm going to put a poll up on the podcast thread if I should buy a white or a blue Dak jersey and y'all get to vote and I will buy that jersey because guess what? I'm a simpleton, guys. If y'all haven't come across in nine episodes that I am just not somebody to be trusted, not somebody that should be reasoned with, just somebody that should be basically wholly ignored except for entertainment, just like some brand of orangutan. Then you know what else are you listening for, guys? This is this is what I'm here for. I'm 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 here I'm here for the content. And what better content than just picking? I left the worst franchise in football, in my opinion. Why not go to another one? Uh, you want to argue about the Jets, bro? The Jets are fucking okay. Let's talk about the Cowboys first because the Cowboys pissed me off enough to where I don't usually talk in football threads, and I don't. I don't root against the Cowboys. I grew up in Fort Worth. Uh, I was I was a Corey Dillon fan growing up because I played him on like Techno Super Bowl and always won games. And I was like, yeah, that guy. And he played for the Cincinnati Bengals. <clears throat> he had like a 98 score on Techno. <laughs> and I could win games with him. So I was a Bengals fan. And I remember my dad taking me to a Cowboys game. And I was rooting for the Bengals. <laughs> and it was like the weirdest thing for him but i always like grew up around the cowboys and like you know they, they've always had a special twinkle right about they were always good growing up won super bowls fucking crazy players troy aikman Emmett smith Deion sanders it's just you know crazy well run shockingly yeah just incredible and then it just all went very wrong and then it just continued to stay that way and it's just incredible the performance drop off they've won they've they've won three playoff games in the last 12 years it's pretty good right so that's what i'm joining they only have four playoff appearances <laughs> in that time 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, basically, or maybe Jim Johnson. Yeah, fucked. So I was a Cowboys fan when the Oilers left. So my dad was an Oilers Cowboys fan um, because he had season tickets to the Oilers and we grew up in Houston. But he grew up, you know, a Cowboys fan since basically they were an expansion team. And so, you know, I, I think I have a book and it's like, you know, when I was a, when I won the Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys and it has like a little picture of my face in it. If I can find it, I'll post it on a thread. But so I was a Cowboys fan from 1994 when the Oilers left to 2002. And any Cowboys fan can probably tell you like, hey, that's like Quincy Carter times. Like nothing good happened then. <laughs> like that wasn't that wasn't a good era. I was in I, I'm used to losing guys. So tech Cowboys fans, I'm I'm joining you. I'm going to post in those threads. Um, I hope you welcome me. Um, you'll probably call me a fucking idiot because that's exactly what I am doing this to myself. But, you know, I'm going to be going to some games this year. Uh, why not? Especially Jerry, of course, already announced that they're kind of have 100 percent capacity, probably with zero masks. But either way, I'm going to be going to some games. I'm a Cowboys fan going forward. I would say respect my decision, but I don't even respect my decision. But well, no I mean, so we got we got Dak on 140 million dollar, 126 million guaranteed, 66 million dollar irrevocable signing bonus. 75 million. After he got yeah. his like half Tiger Woods. Yeah, that's that's a thick boy contract. That's for sure. 75 million the first year. That's this is stupid. That's a lot of dough. It's a lot this of dough. Stupid. It's stupid. It's so, it's so I, dumb. When I so I did a lot of research. So everybody, you know, if you think I'm doing fly by night recruitment, no. I visited all the campuses. I've you know talked to all the co-eds. I've you know talked to all the coaches. I've looked into the academics on all these 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 teams. And what I have found is there are three separate sections of the Cowboys. And it's the Dak is amazing. He's better than Deshaun Watson. He's a top four quarterback. You know, it's like Pat Mahomes. And then I'll hear an argument about Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. And and then it's Dak Prescott. Then I hear another section of Dak Prescott is the worst player that's ever played football in his entire life. He needs to be replaced immediately. I would rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick. And then there's a third one that says, uh, I don't know. I'm too drunk on Bud Light. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm part of the first faction of I think Dak's better than people give him credit for. That's me. I've only watched 20 games of Dak Prescott without like besides like a random Monday night football when I wasn't a Cowboys fan. Um, But I watched I literally watched all of 2019. I mean, He's an NFL quarterback, dude. He's good. He's I not he's bad. Solid. There's no average quarterbacks. He's just as good as any other quarterback. I think and that's solid. the problem with that fucking contract. Yeah. He was just True. as good as every other quarterback. Jamie Swinston is, is only a hair less good than this guy. And that's, I mean, that guy throws interceptions. Like it's like, it's crab legs. I mean, it's, I it's know. crazy. I don't know. I, I think, I think Dak West, Dak, Dak Prescott has enough, athleticism to be better than what he is. And I think with decent coaching and his skill position players are fucking crazy. So if he, I mean, CD lamb torched us for fucking years. I mean, being able to root for that guy is actually kind of exciting for me. So like, instead of just rooting against him entirely. Yeah. 
just OU fan through and through. Yeah, but think they're going to win. That's the game they're going to win this year. You're just a secret OU fan. That uh, we gotta we gotta stop the podcast. We gotta we gotta stop the podcast. (laughs) 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 Uncalled for, sir. (laughs) Either way, I'm committed to the Cowboys. I fucking regret it already. It's going to be terrible. I'm going to have an awful time with it. I can't wait to see y'all another decade when I decommit again because I just can't handle it. But just remember, this is for life. They, they can't get any worse. Honestly, they've been it's part of the it. worst they'll ever be. And and that was so a lot of people, you know, they they talked to me like, why are you getting rid of the Texans? You know, I've been a fan since 2002, damn near 20 years. And it's not because of incompetence of ownership. It's not because of play on the field. It is because they are a franchise that you cannot root for with a good conscience anymore. With Jack Easterby, that fucking witch charlatan, basically, you know, being green the work. Tom, <laughs> you're back and you're back on this. <laughs> I, I, I'm still gonna get. I'm still gonna get heated. It'll always just get me heated because I'll never understand how a human being. Even if it was your daddy that made that money, and it was, oh, daddy made me a billionaire. Your daddy made that money. How you can be so fucking stupid that some dude that holds your hand and prays over free agent decisions. This is a real fucking thing, by the way, for anybody that's listening and doesn't know that a real fucking thing. They pray the owner and the former team Chaplain, who is now some kind of general fucking manager. They prey over free agent and draft decisions. If you think that is the way to run one of 32 professional football franchises, I have something to say to you. And it's that you are dumber than me, a man who decided to root for the Cowboys. And that is saying something. And I'm just going to drop the mic after that because fuck that. It's a strong statement uh, and worthy because... The Houston Texans have fucked up. They lost They're, me. The Jets? How dare you. Dude, I don't know. Sam Darnold? Ugh. I say give him a fucking shot. Give him a, give the guy a shot. That guy's that guy's good at football. He's not bad. He's just on a historically bad team. And sucks. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to fight too hard on that one. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> do we have anything in the mailbag? So we do have one question. And it's important, especially now that I've committed to the Cowboys. I think it's gonna. I think it's become extra, extra important for us. And the question is twofold: What is your favorite beer, and what is your favorite mixed drink? Okay, so do we like? What's the context for these beverages? I think your go-to. That's important to me. I think your go-to. I don't think it's like a special occasion drink. I think it's like, hey, I'm going to go grab a beer. What's my favorite one? Or, hey, I'm going to Specs. What's my favorite? You know, what what six-pack am I getting to go to a party? And then, you know, mixed drink, it's, hey, what am I drinking at the house? It has to be mixed. Yeah, or a scotch. You know, if you have, you know, I'm a Lagavulin guy. Like, you know, it's, you know, what's what's your favorite liquor beverage, I guess, would be a better question. All right, so favorite beer is... Modelo with like half of a lime in it. Especial? Little... What? Negro Modelo or Especial? Especial. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With with like a lot of lime in it, a little bit of uh, Zing Zang. 
Oh yeah. A couple splashes of soy sauce. One splash of, of Worcestershire sauce. I have not heard soy yeah. in my entire yeah. life with a and beer. Then, yeah, yeah. And then you like uh, you're drinking sodium at that point. <laughs> no, and then um, like a, a bunch of Chipotle Tabasco hot sauce. That's a real michelada right there. Yeah, it's dope. And then you can put tequila in it. Uh, I don't like mine with tequila, but those are pretty good. And I make them in just like a, a gigantic, you know, like 32 ounce glass. It would have to be with all that. Yeah. Between salt and twang and zing zang and <laughs> all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's good shit. So that's my favorite beer. Um, although the beer in that is is important. Modelo is my favorite, but you can if you do, you can substitute Modelo fairly easily. Um, I guess my other favorite beer that just just you drink out of a can, like you don't do anything yeah, to, can. is uh, there's this beer in Colorado called Mexican Lager, but it's like a a Mexican who's in the logging profession. Ah, the- <laughs> play on words. I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it is it's my favorite beer. It's it's really good. That's fantastic. Yeah, my favorite then, beer. Okay, favorite mixed drink. Yeah, um, yeah. I would have to say that my favorite mixed drink is a like true margarita. Oh yeah. I just love love a really good margarita. Frozen With, rocks? Oh, neither. Oh yeah. Just like chilled like super cold and just oh, like yeah. poured in a glass. Yeah. Uh, and whatever, right? I mean, there's there's ways to make margaritas, but it has to be mostly lime, a little bit of simple syrup, um, a little bit of orange liqueur, and then a fuckload of tequila. Oh yeah, that that sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah if we're going favorite beer for me, um, going Crawford Bach from Carbach, fantastic. Uh, everybody always gets on me like, oh yeah, you're a huge Astros fan. I get it. You like Crawford Bach. It's got the H. It's got the, you know, the rainbow can. It's just a delicious beer. Before that, I love Shiner. I'm a Shiner guy. I'm a Texas guy. My favorite beer on the planet. Crawford Bach. It it does taste different out of a bottle than a can. And I actually prefer can or draft over bottle. So might be a weird thing. Might just be me. But either way, fantastic beer. And if we're talking mixed drink, if I'm drinking at home, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to cut down. I'm trying to slim down a little bit. I'll do uh, vodka and diet seven up in one of my, you know, Longhorn Tervis tumblers or my my Astros Tervis tumblers, and that will basically just put me over the fucking moon. Um, if you're talking about, you know, I'm going out for a drink and I'm not just drinking at home, I'll do yeah, like a Lagavulin with a with a big ass ice cube. Um, I'll do a you know a rum and coke every now and then. I'm not a huge you know, mixed drink guy to begin with, or we're talking Pat O'Brien's hurricanes. You know, if we're getting to those, yeah, I was about to say, drink. you're just, you're just ranting and raving about how much of a mixed drink guy you were earlier. Yeah, honestly, I'm not, I don't do it a lot. You know, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be your favorite. What's your favorite wouldn't be the hurricane. Uh, I do love them. I do love Pat O'Brien Hurricanes. It's just I I live in Houston, so if I'm either going to San Antonio exactly or New Orleans, exactly why you're not a fucking Saints fan. I should be. I if I move to Louisiana, I'll do it. I, I'd be a Saints fan, but until then, uh, though, I can't handle the roads. My tires can't handle that those fucking roads, those fucking terrible ass roads, and my liver could not handle being could could not handle living in Louisiana at all. 
I mean, it can barely sustain in Texas, let alone, I mean, New Orleans, Lake Charles, forget about it. All right, man. Well, this has been all gas, no brakes of this whole podcast. Forever. Rammed through all this wonderful content, (laughs) even though there's no recruiting activity. And we don't have shit to really talk about. I mean, we, I hope everybody else appreciates that. We just talk for an hour about nothing that ever really fucking happened this past week. So, uh, I'm excited to get to shit that actually really means something and actually happens in the next couple of weeks. So spring practice coming up, we'll have a full breakdown on that. All gas, no brakes. All right, guys, hook them. Hook them.